Hey, it's time for the Twice Removed Podcast with Linda and Gina, where we talk about all things genealogy, including making connections with long-lost relatives while snooping in on our ancestors. Hey, it's good to know where you come from. Hey, everybody, it's Linda and Gina, and welcome to hey. the Twice Removed Podcast. There she is. There she is. You know what? It's getting to be about that time right before the kiddos go back to school and everybody's summer vacations are over and we hit Labor Day. So today we want to talk about what? Jobs. <laughs> so Occupations just, of the yeah, past. Yeah, not just any jobs, but the old timey fun jobs of the, the past. ones that if you so saw fun. if you saw these on the uh census or whatever i don't know if you'd see all of these on the census <laughs> could you imagine the could first imagine? one yeah <laughs> oh. oh okay 1950 <laughs> census just released court jester hey that's our first one <laughs> yes my great grandfather was a court jester no <laughs> Uh-huh. Well, that's what Especially we're doing in the now, 1950s. Sort of. Yeah, but that was during like the medieval Renaissance period. So, um, if anybody was a court jester in the 50s, I'd say uh, they're probably locked up somewhere <laughs> being a court jester <laughs> in the 1950s. Um, it depends on the gesture that you make in court. But, but what did they do exactly? What? Were they just pure entertainment, or I mean, they obviously served a purpose because they were around, and it's a job. I feel like that they were abused a little bit from what I remember from old movies. Do you remember any of that where it's like I only remember the musical one Danny Kay was in and he was happy go lucky. So as I remember, maybe I need to go watch it again, but I don't know um, what I saw, but it's like, you know, when they were facing the enemy, they threw the court jester at him. <laughs> or So he was like a pawn on a chessboard. Something like that, maybe a pawn. Yeah, I have this weird little memory of a movie or a show or something of some kind like that but i don't well, know then nobody wanted that job so yeah. it, it kind of i wonder if they like used it to like either you're going to the gallows or you're going to be the court jester you know something like that or hey well, maybe, i want to be the court jester or maybe they were the ones that also sampled the food first before the king ate it Oh. Was that them too, or was that was that like a um, side gig of theirs, a side hustle, <laughs> a very short side hustle? <laughs> yeah, for some. <laughs> I wow. know I'd want one because I don't think I could do that all day long. But you know, what taste food? <laughs> no, that I could do. It's, well, then again, taste court possible jester. poisonous food. <laughs> I can make stupid jokes all day too. So I guess that this would be a good job for me. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, they may not be good jokes, but there's a lot of them. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you just heard that, but somebody revved their engine, so it was very loud. But if you didn't hear it, okay. Well, just brag about it, will you? Was it a Mustang or something outside your window? I like a Chevy Bel Air with a hot rodded out. Ooh. But there we go. Anyways. Yeah, so, so they dressed like clowns, if you don't re remember what this is, and they had a little cap that had like three bells on it, and they told stories, sung funny songs, and performed acrobatics. So they were kind of like a... TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> TikTok of the medieval times. See, everything yeah. repeats itself somehow. It may not be exactly the same way, but we see them all the time. I wonder Just if they did the ice cube challenge back then. <laughs> They might have. Well, they would have to figure out a way to make ice. So, I, oh, you couldn't have lived back then. Yeah, no, 
No, if there is no, I, I, I couldn't even go to Germany in 2012 because there was like four ice cubes in the whole of Cologne. So there probably was, were only four. There, there were, and I had them in my water. But <laughs> yeah, sorry, Europe, but uh, get some ice. <laughs> yeah, and another thing that they don't keep cool in Europe either is milk, because whenever I've gone. To Europe and when back in the day they only had that um, shelf stable ultra pasteurized milk that they, you get in the cardboard. Was it like uttered a table? Just <laughs> no, no, it was in the cardboard so they could keep it out on the shelf. And if you really wanted milk that badly, it was room temperature, whatever the room's temperature was. And there you go. <laughs> well, I remember seeing uh, a movie called Little Miss Marker with Walter Matthau and Julie Andrews, fabulous movie. And he wanted um, to give the, this Miss, little Miss Marker, his little marker girl, some cream. And so he went out onto the ledge and he poured the cream off the top of the milk and stuck the milk out there. So I kind of asked my mom about that too. And she was like, well, yeah, that's where he kept it. We didn't have an ice box because there was no ice. So yeah, <laughs> so that's what so, you did. And that's Which, why milkmen. Another harrowing job. Well, and if then you've the, watched you know, a Lucille Ball episode or two. And it's got a built-in joke with genealogy because back in the day, they always said, oh, it looks just like the milkman. <laughs> well, that's because yep. they came every day to deliver milk. What else are they going to do? You start getting too familiar with the person you're delivering to. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's and a lot of Gustafsons. That was like <laughs> big in the 50s, probably through, what, the 70s. We still had delivered milk it. delivered in Florida. Because we lived 20 miles away from a store and the milkman would come i think it was every thursday i remember this because he also delivered half gallons of ice cream oh how do you keep it cold ice well, it was it was <laughs> the 70s we did have refrigeration in yes. florida no it just it all it all goes back to ice <laughs> we didn't necessarily have air conditioning right away but we had we had that my school didn't have air conditioning when I first came to Florida oh, from New York. Like, no wonder why you moved. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. They they um, actually raised money to get an air conditioning unit in the elementary school that I went to. And I'm like, are you kidding me? It was this big Tough giant times. fan, big giant fan on the top of the uh, on the wall, close to the ceiling, that just sucked all the hot air out of the room. I know. And a wig or two and a couple pencils. <laughs> yeah, well, we weren't real My big wig, wig wearers in the third grade, but... Yeah. <laughs> Teachers might have been. Wig party wasn't around See, anymore. I, I, so. I'm a spoiled SoCali girl that grew up by the ocean, so we had nice cool breezes at our school. And Yeah, I grew up by the swamp. There you go. There's the difference. But yeah, so milkmen, milkmen yeah. you would find on the census. Easily, if you're looking. That's yes, something, yeah, I've you know, seen for, that. You know, if you're looking up your parents or grandparents, and well, yeah. Were any of yours relatives a milkman? Or I don't think so. I don't remember that. I wonder at if all. They had milk women. Probably not mm, back then. They probably milked cows at the, you know, dairy farm, perhaps from udder to table. Yeah, right there. Utterly delicious. Well, what else you got? Because I know there's one here that we're going to get you can't to pronounce? that I can't pronounce. <laughs> so. Let's give it a and shot. What is physiognomist. Physi Physi I was going to say physiognomist. <laughs> physiognomist. What is a physiognomist? Because that's probably the last time I'll be able to say it. But Ever? what is it? 
<laughs> Probably. <laughs> it was a an early 1900s um, job based in criminolo criminology, science, <laughs> nice. and philosophy, which gave the person the credentials to essentially size someone up by their physical appearance. And I can do this. I've had this gift since childhood. I can tell you if somebody is somebody you should talk to or not. They just have that instinct. But, okay. I mean, See, I tell. thought based in criminology and stuff, maybe they were the fingerprint or duster people. Well, that uh, would be like NCIS. So this is just some random person sizing someone up with a badge on saying, you're a bad guy. You're a good yeah, guy. Yeah, and they may not have right? any evidence, right? So maybe that was the problem. But, you know, you could kind of tell, right? Body language and eye movements. So it's a profiler. It's a profiler. So, so why do you got to give it that big old name? Call it because what they, it don't, is. they probably don't do all the exact same. Maybe you don't need to have all of those those same courses behind you to do it. Maybe it's just being a detective. Does it, does it still apply today? Or is it just people saying, I mean, I've seen people being profiled that probably shouldn't have been profiled. Well, but, clearly, yeah, we have yeah. a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. I, that's why you have to bring evidence, I guess. They, they maybe weren't able to do this anymore because it wouldn't hold up fairly, you know, just because somebody's wearing a certain type of clothing or the way they wear their makeup or their speech pattern, their energy overall, you know. Um, I would still want to have, though, all of those, you know, being, I want to have those um, abilities anyway if I was going to be a detective. So it's like a sixth sense. Yeah, it's, but they do have credentials in criminology, science, and philosophy. But what is philosophy? Well, you know, philosophy does have a lot to do with crime, right? You have to figure out why somebody would do something or would commit a crime to begin with. And how do you say it again? <laughs> <laughs> physiognomist. SUV physiognomist. See? Because they size you up. That would be a great hit show because it's such a high concept title. I think so. The physiognomist. People go in and go, what the heck? Let me go watch this to see what this is. Well, like the commish. Remember that show? Yeah, but that's commissioner. No, but to me it was not. because Really? Yeah. Yeah, it was not because the way it looked to me, it was commish. And in uh. German, it means, I mean, that might be slang, but it means strange. <laughs> Well, there you go. So I was like, oh, this is a story about strangeness. Cool. And then I turn it on and I'm like, this isn't but it said it is. Oh, speaking of stories, speaking about stories of strangeness, mm. this next one. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No way, no how. A plague doctor. Oh, yeah. I have one of those hey. masks. Yeah. See, you can't tell me they were like the birth of steampunk. That's it's total that kind of look. So it is. It's, it's very steampunk. Yeah. So that's probably where they got it from. So during the 16th and 17th centuries, these doctors went and tr not treated, but they did. Well, treated the people who had bubonic plague. If you could. I mean, what are you going to give to? Yeah. Them, right. Yeah. Back then. Not a much. farewell. Yeah. <laughs> a nice send off. But that's about it. Um. Yeah, not the job I would want to have for sure. Yeah, they would have a hat that would have like little vials of the herbs and stuff in it or little tonics and whatever. And it would be like held in like bullets would be held in a in a hat. Hmm. You know, 
And um, and then they had that very odd mask. Yeah, I have one of those. I made it out of leather. Okay. Ask me when I made that mask. When did you make that mask, Linda? Approximately, I don't know, May of 2020. Oh, so you knew this was happening. <laughs> so what did the mask look like? It was like a, a bird beak face. And it had like the eyes um, where you could put like lenses in the eyes. Sew them in. And why did they have one that was like a bird beak? Why couldn't they just wear a regular mask? Because they put something at the end of the beak to distract them. The smell. You know, they put like herbs or lavender or whatever. to um, Lovely. Yeah. And then, but yeah, so they wouldn't have to smell the people as they're, you know, decaying. Okay. But if, if this was like an airborne disease, so did they get sick too? Most of them? Well, they or had have holes in it do so we they know? could breathe, but you know, they, they didn't filter them. So yeah, it didn't help if it was airborne. They would only use it if it was, so they wouldn't get anything splatted on and them. And I can maybe. safely say I've never seen Plague Doctor. I've never seen Plague Doctor on a, sen a census. I don't know if you have, but I hope not. I haven't. <laughs> well, we yeah. might. They wouldn't have listed it. <laughs> they didn't have censuses back then, right? In this 2020 <laughs> or census. Or in the 1950. When did the they, census first come? 40, right? 2020? Oh, they've I had mean, the 1920s? <laughs> no, they've, they've had them earlier than that. A lot earlier than that. I don't know if we'll be around in um, 50 years to see the 2020 census. But I don't think anybody's going to list Plague Doctor if they worked in the hospital during the um, pandemic. Oh, that would be interesting. Yeah. If anyone finds out, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Telepath it on up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it. <laughs> get your seance going. Call us in. We'll be there. <laughs> host your next seance <gasps> there we go we have jobs in the afterlife <laughs> we're gonna be seance hosts <laughs> we'll come and spook your seance want to get even with a friend <laughs> sign up now <laughs> yeah <laughs> there we go so what's our next job here ye here ye town crier there we go in medieval england now we don't need them <laughs> now we have cell phones <laughs> now we have people on the on social media just posting away so you don't need to have anybody True. broadcasting well not even it's even smaller than a podcast walking around town and pro reading off proclamations and whatever from the so what would they say i mean or what are some sample things that town criers would say there is a bubonic plague amongst us, and we must enter our homes and not come out until you hear from me again. Oh, very good. I don't know. <laughs> well, was it? And now, see, I'm drawing a big old blank. The uh, red coats are coming. The red coats are coming. Well, wasn't that Paul Revere? There, thank you. God, I couldn't get his name out. Of I knew he was, was on a he, horse, but <laughs> was he kind of the? Um, wasn't he a town crier? The town crier on horseback. Maybe. Or if he's only known for saying that one phrase. I think it might have just been a one-time like side hustle gig. <laughs> he was running out of <laughs> galloping out of town. <laughs> Follow me. Yeah, basically telling people to get out. <laughs> so he was on one time crier. Yeah, these are obsolete. Wouldn't see this one necessarily on a census. It would probably be like the switchboard operator job. Yeah. Or publicist. Oh, what did you find? Like in your family tree, what are some of the fun jobs that you had found? 
they were just like farmers and uh, this week i've been looking at the norwegians because of the um 23 the house of johans what were they up to no that's the germans oh um, yeah the the norwegians that came over from um norway to minnesota and wisconsin whatever we have a lot of sailors and fishermen oh okay and that's probably why they were okay with minnesota and michigan and wisconsin because it's probably sort of parallel to europe norway weather-wise so they didn't mind that weather i would never have moved to like an ice brick <laughs> you know, come live in the igloo with us and oh i would <laughs> oh well you yeah yeah send me send me send me i had like um on my mom's side like her father was uh her grandfather owned a chicken truck and he'd sell chickens off the truck and then her great grand her grandfather on the italian side was a fruit peddler and he'd bring like go down to the market in la downtown and buy the f produce and bring it back or use produce and hit used half-eaten produce um, <laughs> but older <laughs> you know starting to go out of date produce and my nani and her sisters and stuff would wash the lemons and make them shine up and stuff and then he'd go around the streets of his around his neighborhoods and sell them those they still do that in yeah. la you can go drive right through anywhere and there's going to be some little guy set up with a cart with some cut fruit yeah, and whatever. wholesale and we were at the shopping center here and right outside one of the home decor centers um, there was a guy that was sitting there with bags and bags of oranges and whatever on the back of his truck. I don't know if he sold anything that day, but he just set up camp. It's like, wow, times are really weird. Oh, I know. We were at Knott's Berry Farm buying some Christmas gifts last year, my friend and I. And some lady was telling us about a guy who sells honey. He's, she's like, go, go to the next city. It's Pico Rivera. She's like, oh, out in Pico Rivera and just drive, um, to, to the opening of the sports arena and he's out there on the weekend selling raw fresh honey it's the best honey in the world so yeah people gotta make a living you know and my dad's side we had a lot of stationers they had stationary stores and stuff in pasadena and some of the newer stuff is still going on i mean my one uncle was a um contractor yeah the stucco mm -hmm. they did that stuff on the outside of the buildings and they hung drywall on the inside that's what one of those oh, okay are. yeah and so, so you uh, know yeah. what people take this and run with it and use the census that's a lot of help in figuring out what our ancestors did in the past it's all right there it's all right there and another one is a water carrier yes <laughs> was a popular job among peasants in 1600s india because they didn't have pipes, pipe, uh, you know, like the hundred-year-old pipe, the hundred-year-old pipes in LA that burst all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder if that's where Gunga Din worked in the water, the potable water areas. Well, no, if he brought, if he was the one carrying the water back, you know, Gunga didn't bring water. <laughs> what, was he an Aquarius since he was a water bearer? <sighs> it's a natural fit. For Aquarians to be 17th century water bearers or carriers. Something to think about and ponder. Ponder? Uh, 
Nope. They're still doing that though, too. Isn't doesn't Ashley Judd do that? She goes to places and and the missionaries and stuff. They build wells so people can have water. Well, that's fixing it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you drink tap water? Oh no, <laughs> no. Filtered? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, bottled. Really, all the time? Yeah. yeah. In yeah. glass bottles? Sadly, no. But clay? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, clay pots. <laughs> <laughs> right out of the ground there's just a straw a long straw yeah out of the well no um we used to drink it where we used to live because we were tapped where arrowhead came from that was part of our our system when i was like six but not since we had moved and stuff and moved toward the beach then the water got yuckier oh so that's really hard water yeah yeah have you ever had like desalinize? <laughs> Am I saying it right? Desalinization to water. <laughs> Actually, the community I live in has that now. We have a new plant that opened up here. Oh, okay. Now is that your tap? Yeah. Have you drank it? Oh, I always do. Oh, you drink the tap? It's filtered. I use Brita filters on the bottles and. The refrigerator do, has a filter. We do Brita filters for the dog's water. <laughs> yeah, I do that too for the cats. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't trust the bottled water necessarily in plastic that much anymore. Oh, no. It's probably horrible sitting on the trucks in 100 degree weather. Just well, yeah, they always EPA have it outside. stuff seeping out. So. Well, supposedly it's not that kind of plastic. But, Well, you that's know. good to know. Yeah, I mean, I can't. I keep some in the garage in case there's an earthquake. Right here, that's my water. It's the same thing that's coming out of the tap, though. It used to be. I don't know if it is now. Yeah, it's just. You open. know what? I don't get though. I can't drink like Aquafina or Dasani. It gives me major stomach aches, bad stomach aches. But I don't get the people that show up at the grocery store with their big old jug and get water out of the wall. <laughs> <laughs> out of the like, dirty, nasty. Because it's yeah. re- reverse osmosis. Yeah. I'm like, uh, it's in the wall. It's the water and, out of the wall. And then the um, water softener just makes it salty. Yeah, it and does. And it's like, I'm not drinking that either. As bad as workplace may be nowadays, it is still better in comparison to some of the jobs that our ancestors had to do. Yes, for sure. Yeah, like being a sailor and being gone for months and being sick on there and not having anybody to make you well, you may not even return. Yeah, that know, right there. Work. And, and yeah. in any of our military not knowing, you know. Military and is also- always a, a tough job no matter what. I mean, that's... Yes. and law enforcement and first responders of all kinds. Yep, I'd say that's probably, those are the toughest, the fire, the police, the military. Those are the toughest and, you know, somebody's got to do it. I know with the craziness now, there's, you know, a lot of people don't come home that should be coming home, so. Um, Oh, being a mailman in Studio City is not safe anymore. Yeah. Did you see that? Where a mailman got uh, mugged and now they stole his keys and everything has to be re-keyed in Studio City? I saw that. It's crazy. Do you imagine crazy, all sad. the apartment complexes have to get their doors rekeyed? It's crazy. It's sad, and it pisses. Oop! Can I say that? It's annoying it and off. sad, and ticks me off to no end. Yeah. Yeah, we had our mail sure. stolen three times in West Hollywood. Really? Yeah, they pried open the boxes and stole it. 
anything I important. I mean, well, yeah, what are they looking statements. for? They were coming, looking for checks and statements. They're and looking stuff. for stuff like that. Of course, they had to like, you know, close out accounts and stuff like that. So people get it together. Come on, respect. That's all it takes. Just but a, a lot of, of this. A lot of this does come from the fact that people are not paid. They all have to struggle, and they. We see everybody with like these super expensive crap on on social media. They're showing you know videos of themselves traveling and all these expensive things that they have, and everybody thinks that they have to have it too. When it doesn't work that way, yeah. we knew that it didn't work that way. Just because our friends had like the super expensive sneakers when they were growing up doesn't mean that we got them. You well, know, of course I was, not. I was lucky to get a pair of um, Sears Roebuck sneakers through mail order. Okay, so let me let me bring this back into play. Speaking of yeah. child labor, did you child have labor. did you get paid to do chores? Yeah, did you? I you did. had a set of chores. I cleaned the oven, and I got somewhere between fifty cents and a dollar, depending on how bad my mom had destroyed it. Um, <laughs> cut the lawn. And I got like five bucks for the back lawn, and like maybe three or four for the front because it was shorter. So that was pretty good, but that was, you know, and we had the mower. It wasn't a riding mower. This wasn't any fun. This was not fun for Linda in Florida in 90, 90 degree heat. <laughs> oh, you it, know, was a push it was a one. It wasn't push. It was self-propelled, but you still had to walk behind it, which was fine. I could use the exercise, I'm sure. Did you have a lot of property? Uh, three quarter acre. Wasn't that oh. much, but it was a lot of grass, you know? Yeah. Florida grass grows quickly. So you did it often. It was every week. Wow. So... Yeah, so that was mine. And then I cleaned a church when I was a kid for minimum wage and did that until I was 17 or so. Yeah, a couple of years. Look at you. And a country club. I cleaned the country club too. Wow. Yeah. No shame in your game. No. 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 And when I look back on my ancestors, I have a lot of cleaning ladies in my in my um, family and I'm... They worked hard too. Yep. Probably didn't get it paid as much as I did. She works hard for the money, so you better treat her right. Yeah. Right there. I didn't get paid to do chores. It was do things, and then if you needed something or wanted something, I'd get it type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Kind of same thing, I guess, but. Well, I like shopping. Yeah. <laughs> I was always a big fan of that. Just going to the store and having my own money. Yeah. I think the greatest day when is when I bought a VHS player. <laughs> that was like the most brilliant thing in the world to me. Oh, then. that reminds me of the eight track player that my mom got me for Christmas oh, one year. Love eight tracks. But you know what? It was like just the player and it didn't have any speakers and it didn't have an amp. How'd you listen to it? Headphones? We didn't. We returned it. <laughs> We returned it's it and got show. some. We returned it and got something else because she didn't realize that you needed all that other stuff to go with it. <laughs> See. <laughs> so anyway, that is our Labor Day show, and we don't know if it made any sense. Doesn't have to. It's just respect the people that work, and yeah. which is every one of us at some way, shape, or form, and just give them the respect. That they deserve. Tip them a little more if they, you know, receive a tip. Thank them. Be polite. Because, you know, you don't want to do that job. Then, you know, 
Don't be sending your food back because you got one wrong thing or something like that. Try it. You might like it. I know I already said this once, but I don't think I said it right. Uh, because of the way that our ancestors had to work in not so great conditions is the reason that we have uh, workforces a little bit better than they were. People get paid more. Um, we now get a day off to reflect on it, but we don't reflect on it. We just keep running around on the hamster wheel and people can't make money fast enough nowadays. So reform. That was very well put. I don't know if it was. But... Do we need to talk about Jimmy Hoffa? Why? Didn't he do the, the unions? Oh. That's another story from childhood. <laughs> oh, you got a Jimmy Hoffa story? They always said that Did he Did you was, find him? <laughs> they always said that he was um, buried underwater in our lake under this... Um, I don't know what it was. It was like this thing that was like... They sunk it. It was like... Um, it was the thing they used to build the pier. They would stand on it to build the pier that we had out there. <laughs> so we had this big pier, and then there was this pipe that stuck out in the lake, and there was a platform, and they said, oh, Jimmy Hoffer's um, buried under there. <laughs> and some of the people that I grew up with out there, they were New Yorkers, and they were the ones that were saying that like they knew. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uncle Vito said he was hey. out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he ain't looking too pretty. <laughs> yeah. Fish food. Well, we want to thank everybody who is a hard worker, which is everybody. And thank you for joining us on Twice Removed Podcast. Remember to visit us at twicerremove.net and look at Linda's blogs. And she's got some really cool videos of some of the jobs that we talked about today, which are really neat. And uh, let us know, let us know what your ancestors did. And you know, who knows, maybe we'll have you on to discuss it. Cheers. Adios. <laughs> <laughs> the Twice Removed podcast is produced by Linda Anderson and Gina Glass. All opinions expressed are of our own and of our guests. For more information and upcoming guests, please visit our website, twicerremove.net.